0: Right, we are live again. So this is part two of Tempo Flow Music Industry Talks. Um, We literally just had part one with Keith Harris. And then time was running out. Time flies when you're having fun, man. It's it's amazing. So we're just going to get Keith Harris back on again. Just to answer a few questions that had come in. Um... Let's get this going. How's everyone feeling? If you've got any questions, while well, we've got Keith Harris. Keith Harris doesn't do social media. Like, this is amazing. We've got Keith Harris on IG Live TV. This is also a podcast on Apple and Spotify. And I tell you, like, Keith Harris doesn't do this. Like, it's an honour. It's a pleasure to have him on this. So if you've got questions, if you've got anything you want to ask, anything you want to know, you know, definitely answer it now because he's going to come back on in a minute. Um, and we're going to be talking to him. Selena, you might have to call Keith Harris just to check he could get back on. Hamish, what's going on? Your dad's a G. <laughs> Big up Hamish as well because he's following his dad's footsteps. He's doing really well. For those of you that don't know, Keith Harris has a son that works in music. Um, we play football from time to time he's a quick he's a bit quick he scores a good couple goals <laughs> it's just good um but yeah this has literally been amazing to have somebody you know he's been in the industry for so long and successful um okay. and has done so much like i was so honored when he agreed to do this like i was just like Yeah, this is amazing. You know, it'll be a brilliant interview, so let's see if we could get him back on. Get him talking. How's everyone doing man? Drop me some comments. Drop me some stuff. Let me know you're here. Let me know you're tuning in. I'm now lost Rich Costello's question. But I think we'll get we'll get to it. Let's see what we could do. Selina, update me, please. And we got Keith Harris joining on seed. Hey, Miss, you might have to call your dad to see if you can get back on. We'll see what's happening. Let me check my emails. literally waiting see what's going on here Francesca goes first of all thank you for this incredible chat so special my question is what does he like the most about music big up Francesca Selena says hold up okay so I think we're I think we're getting close so, yeah, say so cracks on jokes in the meantime, <laughs> like I'm an uncue comedian. All right, seven. <laughs> done, see? I, told, I told you it's
1: gonna be seven. Done, it's okay. Do you know what? I saw your
0: wife's name come up and I thought yeah. that came but it's fire we'll crack well, on back to my account again
1: so I'm <laughs> I'm back there <laughs>
0: yeah. we'll crack on so
1: right, so you're asking, you're asking me about what it's like what what do artists need to do
0: right? yes right what do you need to do to have a black art. I think it's Stevie Wonder and
1: having a yeah. black artist that's successful okay let me tell you something about Stevie right I remember when I was working with Stevie He's saying to me, "Oh, I've got to go for my voice coaching lesson with Seth Riggs." So I'm so I drive him down to see Seth for his voice coaching lesson, Mm -hmm. and I'm thinking to myself, Stevie Wonder is still going to voice coaching lessons, right? That will tell you what you have to do to be a successful top level artist which is it doesn't matter you know all the accolades and kind of how good you think you are you know Stevie is still prepared to go and learn and to continue to work and work hard to be at the top of his game so he can still perform you know to really to give back to his fans and I've seen and, and come across a lot of artists who think they've made it, you know, because they've had a hit single, yeah or because they've had one hit album, right? And they are satisfied. You know, he's not satisfied with that. You know? So quite apart from the fact that he has phenomenal talent, mm. there is a work ethic that goes with it, and a humility. That goes with it you know which most people just don't have yeah mm. both of those things you know you, you, apart from the talent you also need to recognize that people are helping you along the way right mm. and like i say prepare to do your bit and work as hard as you possibly can to maximize the talent you've been given mm. yeah I mean, obviously, you then need a couple of breaks, yeah? But the breaks are more likely to fall your way if you do your bit. Because the harder you work, the luckier you get. Precisely.
0: (laughs) Precisely. No, I get that. Um, No, that's a brilliant answer, Ed. We've got another question here from Francesca. She goes, what do you like the most about music? What do you
1: like the most about music? Well, you know what—that's a—it's that's a, a good question and a difficult question to answer. But I'm going to tell you a story again. You know how I like to tell stories, right? Please do. We're here right. all day. So, my mother died about ten years ago, right? But she had a stroke about a year before she died, right? And that's when, often, when people have strokes often different parts of their memory kind of come, comes back, right? Mm. So there were times when, because I used to take my children, <coughs> he lived in the Gambia in mm. West Africa. And there were times you would take the children out to, to meet their grandmother and all that kind of stuff, right? And a lot of the time she didn't remember stuff, right? Because she had a stroke. Mm. But at one point I bought her a CD and it was a, basically it was a really old CD from 50s and 60s. And it was all the, the songs that she used to play in the house when we were children. Mm. Right? And, you know, I put that CD on and she started singing away to all these songs. And she knew all the lyrics for all these songs. But she couldn't necessarily remember the name of her grandchildren. Mm. Now that is the power of music. You know, mm. music can transcend most barriers, right? Yeah. You can get musicians from all kinds of different backgrounds who don't know each other, have never met, you know, and somebody can start playing a little riff. And somebody from, even if they don't even speak the same language, they can join in and communicate, mm. right? And so music really has that. And the other thing which, which I think, and a lot of people don't recognize is about music, whereas most art forms, like books, films, you know, and so on and so forth, what happens is if you see a film or mm-hmm. if you read a book, you might want to read it again or, or watch it again. But after you've watched it maybe twice, you think, oh, I've seen this. Oh, was Music is the one thing which you're yeah, up to a point. The more you hear it, the more you get from it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You can listen to it over and over and over again, and it can still invoke those same emotions. And a lot of the time, the emotions actually get stronger when you hear it more mm-hmm. than, than, you know, than when you very first start listening to it. So that's what I—that's what I find so special about music. You know, it's very different from pretty much anything else. Mm. I get that. Brilliant answer
0: as always, with a lovely story attached. I like stories. Um, so we got a question here for Selena. You have a wealth of experience in the music industry. What would you say is your biggest highlight? I think
1: I know Selena. You do, You did. <laughs> um you know it it 's impossible to to pick out a single highlight you know there there have been all kinds of moments which you know have been great and for different reasons you know i think again this it comes down to what motivates you in the business you know some people are motivated by money and you know i 'm not knocking that, and some people are not motivated by uh fame. Yeah, I'm not mocking that. And people like myself are just motivated by being allowed to be involved with, with such incredibly talented people, mm. you know, and, and being allowed to be part of that when you, you know, you don't have <laughs> that level of talent. Mm. So, I mean, a, a moment that I often qu- quote to people, because I, I remember the moment. I remember... Um, Going down to the to a studio that Quincy Jones was working in, Stevie had written a song called "Bet You Wouldn't Hurt Me," which was on his album *The Dude*. Mm. And I'd taken Stevie down to do a keyboard session for that particular song. And so he's, he's laying the keyboards down, and I'm in the corner of the studio, and I'm in the control room, and I'm looking around the control room, and okay, one minute. That's Bruce Sweady and that's Quincy Jones' engineer. Oh, and that's Quincy Jones. (laughs) Uh, And that's Rod Temperton, who's, you know, who wrote um, Off the Wall and stuff for Michael. Oh, and that's Stevie Wonder. (laughs) And that's Patty Austin. (laughs) And it's me. I'm going to have to keep really quiet here because if they realise I'm still in the studio, they're going to say, what the hell are you doing here? Off, you know, and and so there are moments like that. There are things that I've been allowed to do, yeah, and things which, and I, yeah, I wouldn't pick any one of those moments out above any other. Mm. I've just I've been allowed to be in places. I'm not going to say I have no right to be there because it makes you sound like you're nothing. You know, everybody Mm. has a right to be everywhere, but. It just, it seems almost miraculous that I've been allowed to be there. I remember a couple of years ago, this is about three or four years ago, um, this sounds crazy. We are doing a gig in Buckingham Palace, right? <laughs> and I was walking down the corridor in Buckingham Palace, and, and one of the, equi- and the Queen's Equity guys says, uh, hey, come here a minute. So come over. And he, and he takes me over to this door and he opens the door, and I look through, and he says, see that? I said, yeah. He said, that's the balcony. I'm saying, oh, that balcony. Yeah. <laughs> can, I go, can I go out on it? He says, no. He says, a, a, all the hours of day and night, there's somebody there for the captain of the house. will get a shot, and then they'll have to explain it to the papers. But you, you think to yourself, what am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what, crazy. Why am I in this position? Yeah, you, know, you have all those moments, and yeah, I've had I've had a thousand of them. You know, there 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 are a thousand stories, mm. that I just get to tell, and that's made it worth it. Just for me, you know, my whole my whole kind of working life has been about you know loads of those moments. So it's it's, it's impossible to pick out any one. That's amazing,
0: Actually amazing, and. Mm. Um, Quite another question here for Salida. If you
1: could go back in time and give advice to your younger self, what would it be? Um, I've I've heard that question before. And I usually (laughs) give the same answer. Because it was actually, it was advice given to me by a guy called Tatsu Nagashima, who died quite a while ago. But he was one of the godfathers of the Japanese music industry. Right. And and basically, to summarise, what he was saying, although he didn't use these words because he's Japanese. <laughs> uh, basically, it was, yeah, if you stay on the pitch long enough, you'll probably score a goal. I say that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's true <laughs> because, you know, especially when you're starting out, you get knocked down and you got to get up again, as Chumble One would say. Yeah. And if you're passionate about it, and, and you really, really want it, you know, then you will probably have the perseverance to get on with it. It's not easy, but if, if it's something you love, then, you know, it's surely worth the effort. And
0: that's what you would tell your younger self stay on the pitch, you'll score. Yeah. 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 So it's that's worth kind of the what effort. It. Yeah that's amazing and I've, I've got a couple to ask you myself you know because you've done a lot of management and you've had a lot of success from working with Stevie to Lyndon Day Hall to Lyndon uh, David Hall you know and I've got to ask, what, what in your eyes made you so successful what why do you think you had so much success as a manager what makes a good
1: manager do you know what I mean? Well you know it's all relative, you know. Um, I would argue that that say my son Hamish has probably had more success than I have, mm. you know, because Steve Wonder was already a star when I when I met him. Mm. You know, so I haven't created a star on that level. Yeah, but you know there are certain things that you need. You know, uh if you if you're gonna have longevity. I um, mean, rather than say have success, have longevity and be able to um, you know, be happy in what you do. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You need to be organized. You need to be honest. You need to be prepared to learn. Mm-hmm. You kind of need to have the humility to know that you don't know everything. Yeah. Um, and you need to be able to work. You need to be prepared to work. Those times when, you know, you can't be bothered. You need mm. to be bothered. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, not everybody's got that. You know, there are loads of times when you think, oh, you know, I'd much rather just sit at home tonight. But you need to go out because you told somebody you were going to go and see their show. Yeah. yeah. Even, and even if it's somebody that you're not necessarily going to profit from, you know, you need to try and remember what it felt like when you started in the business, and some sort of big shot told you they were going to come to your show and then didn't turn up. Yeah, yeah. And you try and keep that in the back of your mind, so that you know then you 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 try not to be that person. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's all those things. There's so many things that you need to do. If you're going to sustain, and I think it's all born out of enthusiasm. You just need to have the enthusiasm. Mm. it's funny because I find myself
0: saying the same thing as mm. an A&R you know where you're you feel very busy and it's like if you told that manager you were gonna go to the gig of their new act make sure you go <laughs> Do you know what I mean? make sure because when, when before I had this position I know what it's like you know what I, mean? I know the way it, how it can be when someone doesn't turn up or they told you they're gonna turn up and also, like you said, having that enthusiasm as a as an A and R, not to be like, well, oh, I don't need to go, I've got axed aside already, or whatever. Like, you never know what you're gonna see when you go. Exactly. You
1: know? Exactly. And then you know, and like I say, you have to try and remember to put yourself in the shoes of the people you're gonna see. Yeah. You know, if you can't make it, tell people you can't make it. But try mm. not to tell people you're gonna be there and don't show up. Mm. Yeah. That feels bad for them. Yeah, yeah, I get that.
0: And I guess another question I was going to ask is, what is what is next for Keith Harris? You know, what are you working on at the moment? What are you planning to work
1: on? You know, I, you know, somebody once said, I think it was, I think I heard John Hurt say this. you know, plans are what makes God laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I so I tend not to plan stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I tend to go along and see what turns up, and if it interests me, I'll get involved. And if mm. it doesn't interest me, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be at a point in my life where, if it doesn't interest me, I don't have to do it. Mm. So you know, I'm I'm quite enjoying my my advanced years. <laughs> <laughs> I've spent. I tell you, I've spent all day. Well, not all day, but but the first half of my day today, I spent as a volunteer ranger wow. in the grounds of Clifton House, pruning bushes and shifting bricks and stuff. It's something I enjoy, wow. and I can do that now. Yeah, yeah, you got time. Yeah, you got time to do it. I got time, and luckily, I've. I've, I've got time and luckily I've still got, yeah. yeah. I mean, not everybody in my age has that. And so I've been blessed with time and, and good health. So I'll use it if I can. And I guess the, one of the last things
0: I was going to touch on, which we spoke on earlier, was about your open letter to Music Week and the yeah. younger generation and the black executives. For anyone yeah. listening in, because you know, this is for this is IGV. Well, it's a T, it's got to be on IG live on the page. It's also a podcast so that I Spotify. And we have all types of people listening in. But mm. it is important that we get some wise words from you for the next younger black generation, you know, males and females. I saw um, there was a music business worldwide article that went yeah. out this week about things that had been said. To mm-hmm. the staff, and there was also a report on females within the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it broke my heart to even see there was zero black women at board level. <laughs> you know me that. Mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. At um, as someone that's been here from the sixties, the seventies, the eighties, nineties, now we're in the new decade, mm-hmm. and you open that I touched on it. What is your advice to? I guess your advice to us that are already here as black executives, Mm -hmm. but to people trying to come in and come in the door. And how do we, how do we make sure this isn't a flash in the
1: pan? How do we, yeah. What's your advice? (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to sound arrogant about it, but basically do your jobs. to the best of your ability. Be the best at what you do. Cause then you make yourself impossible to ignore. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day people recognise the colour of money and if, and if you're really good they can't ignore you yeah. <laughs> so just be the best and I'm not talking about being the best black person I'm talking about be the best You know, mm-hmm. I, I have the confidence in a lot of the young black execs I see out there I have the confidence in them to be the best I'm not talking. About, as I am not talking about the best black. eggs, ex- I'm talking about the, yeah. You know? And there are plenty mm-hmm. of people out there now who fall into that category. So, yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to surviving long enough to see some of those people at the top.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Be the best you could be. Yeah.
1: And on that note, I think. Yeah. Well, goes, was yeah. You gonna say? Yeah. No, I was going to say thank you very much. Thanks for your time and thanks for anybody who bothered yeah and you know
0: what this has been amazing it's been such a pleasure to have you on to hear the stories, to talk you know we're coming up to 10 o'clock which is a good amount of time and, um, oh, where's my coke <laughs> and you know um, we just really appreciate you doing this, I know you didn't
1: have to no. take the time no. out you know no. and I yeah, I appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you to Selena. Sir, so, thank you.
0: Big up Selena. All
1: right, okay. well this is gonna
0: be on the page. This is gonna be an Apple Spotify, the podcast. This is music, um, Tempo Flow Music Industry Talk. See, I'm getting tired. <laughs> Tempo Flow Music <laughs> Industry <laughs> Talk. We are signing out, Keith. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. See you
1: later. See you Bye.